Here we are in the spiritual gangster headquarters with the man himself. Welcome to town. How are you doing, here, Jesse? And uh, we just had a bat battle with Jedi here. One of your biggest fans, when he heard you were coming in today, he was so excited to play, show you off, and learn some new skills. So, Well, the problem is he kicked my butt, and I'm pretty sure he dunked on me two times or three times? Three. Three times? And I beat you, I beat you four times. Okay, we don't need all that information, okay? Yeah, I thought we were going to keep that between us. No. <sighs> okay. Okay, buddy. Well, so what, what's your favorite part about watching Jesse's game? No pressure. He's like, it's hard. It's hard to pick. There's so many good things. There's so much bad things. There's so many. Good. Oh, I see. You, you teach him young. The trash talking has already it's begun. Easy, it's easy to beat. He's you. a great player, though. He was trash talking me real hard out there, and he started to get in my head. He's like Gary Payton and mixed with Allen Iverson <laughs> at a young age. What's the best part of your game? You. Your shot. Your dribbling. Your dunking. Your defense, your trash talking. Layups? I like that. Man. What's the best part about being a spiritual gangster? I don't know. It's all pretty groovy. Yeah? I like the shirt. Show everybody the shirt here. Spiritual gangster. I feel like you're the spiritual gangster junior. You're the guy who's really running stuff around here, huh? What do you tell people? Mm, my favorite player is Kyrie. Kyrie? And Curry and Katie. I like a lot of people. You got three favorite players? No. I, yeah. <laughs> so thanks for I hanging like out with us, Jeff. Yeah, we, man. I want you to go out and practice your hoops, and then once we get done, we'll go out and meet can I get the a, court. Can I get a rematch? Can I get a rematch? Yeah. I'm coming to the okay. house. And you're on his team, so we could, so. I could bring my ringer? Uh-huh, us two could still be. He's seven foot eight. I hope Who's you know that. Who's <laughs> mine? He is. You're not joking anyone. Awesome. Go we'll see you later, up. man. We'll see you I'll on keep the an eye on you. <laughs> awesome. Dude, he's already a little boss. He loves to play. He's, he's a little just... he's a little boss, man. I love it. It's excited to have you in town. He loves <laughs> basketball. It's probably his favorite thing. <laughs> man, so what's going on with you? Actually, I want to jump right to favorite sports moment. One thing I know about you is you are always going to games. Like like I feel like last time we talked to you were heading to the finals. Did you go you went to the Yeah, so I went to the finals this year. I think we made three or four games. I, my one of my favorite sports moments this year was taking my son to the finals, you know, in Cleveland and just Amazing, amazing time. Was that his first time going to the big games like that? It was actually last year. We I took him to a couple finals games in Cleveland okay. as well. So it was just amazing to be in that energy and to get to share with them and to yeah. be around all the guys. And you know, he, he got to. We had the the ability to hang out with Iman before and after the game yeah, and all yeah, the players yeah. and be you know in the room with the media down in the tunnel. So it's just so amazing exciting. to yeah. to get to share that with them. That's exciting for anyone and especially a seven year old. Exactly. That's crazy. So so Iman is um, he's part of the company, right? He's or an investor he's, in he's spiritual gangster. Okay. So awesome. and become a great friend of ours. And yeah. So. How long has he been uh, affiliated with He's been in gangster. for about three years okay. with us and he's just, you know, so He's now become one of our favorite NBA guys. Yeah, and just great people in general. Fun guy, fun guy to watch. For sure. So before Spiritual Gangster, I had heard about you from uh, our mutual friend, the Drubinator. Yeah. Drub induced himself, and uh, he's like, "You're going to Phoenix. You got to meet my guy. He's the Spiritual Gangster." And I heard like vaguely, like about the yoga gyms. That's how it kind of all started for you, right? So or were you doing something before that? You know, so I used to be an entertainment lawyer. So that's right. And so okay. I lived in LA for a while. And then okay. We opened a chain of yoga studios that we sold to Lifetime Fitness, but that was, you know, our basically where Spiritual Gangster came from. It was sort of the house brand for our yoga studios and I used to teach yoga all over the world to hip hop rap music and someone <laughs> called me a spiritual gangster once. Yeah, yeah. And so when we uh, we kind of made some shirts and people loved them and we sold the yoga business uh, 
you know, we ended up keeping Spiritual Gangster, and now it went from, you know, expensive hobby to a labor of love, and my wife, Vanessa, who you know, yeah, yeah. she's our creative director, and, yeah, amazing. You know, the kids are involved. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, they're out here running around awesome. right now in the Spiritual Gangster tees. Yeah, very good. So, so, how did you get this uh, idea? Because it seems almost, now, I've been doing yoga for a while, now. I'm still awful, but I feel, every time I do it, I feel so amazing afterwards. Physically, it helps some, some troubles that I have with um, pain management, but then also the mental side of it and the clarity of just um, just not thinking about anything but breathing for an hour has been so beneficial. And we actually, as a group, our little team here, were doing it when we were doing our tour across the country, and a couple of the other guys had never done it before, and they were seeing colors, uh, and, and, and it was like kind of a meditation thing at the end, and they both came out, two guys who aren't, you know, the most emotional guys, they came out, tears, they had like a, literally like a spiritual experience and it was incredible. So it seems almost like hip hop and yoga would be two separate things that would clash. But how did, they, how did that come so, together for you? I mean, I think a little bit came together because we could do whatever we want. No one was going to fire us. So we either were going to go out okay. of business <laughs> yeah, or yeah. it was going to work. <laughs> we're going to do it our way. So we wanted, you know, things we loved were hip hop music. And I had a friend of mine in LA and he was the only guy kind of teaching yoga to hip hop. and. The beautiful thing about hip hop is the beat is everyone can catch it, and so the whole room would get together and it'd be a great. So they'd start to move like a school of fish. Yeah. So it's just really easy to get everyone on the same page. Yeah. And then we realized like if we can like teach you know white Republican women yeah, to do yoga. That's what I was thinking. Like, like we said that Tupac anyone could move to it. I was like, yeah, you mean white people could even like move but to so the beat? But so it's just an amazing way of just kind of see, and it, it had a huge resonation. resonated with people, hmm. you know. And I think you know, spiritual gangsters. Some people joke, but it's like a mix between Tupac and Deepak, you know, it's yeah, kind of yeah, like yeah, our yeah. world of spirituality and meditation mixed with like, you know, basketball and, and hip hop and street culture and yeah. art and things like that. So yeah. we think it's just a different way of packaging spirituality to make it more mainstream. And hmm. did, it, did it catch on right away? Or was it something that it, like you had to stay with it and there was some like, For frustration? For sure we had to stay with it. I mean, in the beginning we had some early success, but it, you know, I tell people we're creating a movement disguised as a clothing company. Mm -hmm. So the movement's gathering momentum now on its own and it's building. And you know, a lot of times you know, what we tell the people who are you know, working with us or part of our gang, mm -hmm. we say you know, we're not even necessarily looking to, you know, we're just looking to find the people who are already spiritual gangsters but they don't know about it yet. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, your inner yeah, uh, because, spiritual gangster. Because a lot of people live by you know, the ethos of spiritual gangster of like radiating positivity and you know helping others and you know doing well by doing good and just being being a positive person and inspirational in general and yeah you know there's a lot of people out that who who are already living that life and we're just wanting to share you know finding our gang yeah yeah finding your tribe and and sticking into it that's so uh, so you knew from the beginning that you were creating a movement with a clothing line i thought it was yeah. just like oh it's no uh, from the and then it was like Oh, this kind of came out of it, but you kind of had a strategy and, and reverse engineered well, it. What we realized is, like you know, with the yoga studios, we found a way to have, find touch points to make people feel better about themselves and kind of share the stuff we believed in. Mm. Yeah, and then we also realized it was much harder to scale a, a yoga business, almost like a restaurant. So we wanted to take and mm. apply to spiritual gangster all the things that we believed in mm -hmm. uh, that we were able to learn in the yoga studio and figure it out if we could do it on a global scale. Yeah, but it's always been our intention to have a global movement mm -hmm. and. Uh, you know, at the beginning it started with, you know, wellness and 
apparel, but I think okay. there's a lot of okay. things that'll that'll come into it. But yeah. Yeah, no, it's funny, dude. The brand, I see it everywhere, and I always get excited. Like, I was literally in Venice Beach last week, and someone was walking by while I was thinking, like, oh, I gotta connect with you. And it was like, oh, there's a sign, another sign from the universe. I need to connect with them. But I see it all the time, and um, when I'm wearing it, I can be anywhere, like up in Alaska, and I have, like, um, you know, the people up there that are not into fashion at all coming up to me like, what is that? Like that, especially the hat. Like the hat gets a lot of love. And then I've had like big NBA players, like like all star guys, be like, what is that? Like I want to know about it. I tell them. I think I always text you every time. Nice. Be like, oh, here you found someone well, else. Like, for I know. Sure it's a big deal. Get you more gear yeah. while we're here. Yeah. Oh, good, and, good, and good, good. I need some. Yeah, of course. I need some. But um, no, that's so. Uh, it, it's always very funny the response that people get very excited and they know nothing about it and they always they just see spiritual gangster and they want come up and they have questions like you said it's like the old white republican woman she's like what is that like i want to know well, and i feel like it can be a conversation starter like you said i tell people who don't really know about it or newer to it i'm like just go where to an airport and travel with it and you'll yeah. find like people from all walks of life and all different ages and races and it, it finds a way people want to talk to you about it like, hey what is that yeah 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 and i we found that you know that was one of sort of our early test things to see how many how much of a di different type and diverse type of people it, it was able to resonate with yeah so I know you guys are in like a lot of big places like it's Nordstrom's where are some of the other places so you know a lot online yeah Equinox is like you know a lot of specialty fitness places okay. core power yoga yoga okay. works um, you know Bloomingdale's is huge for us oh yeah yeah so, but a lot of it is you know online we want to build a website and really drive the consumer there and that's where the greatest you know amount of variety ha happens mm -hmm. yeah so we're definitely and now we're going to start we're going to do a pop-up retail so you'll see us in LA okay probably New good, York soon good. so we need you out there yeah so what was the biggest challenge and was it I mean, I can't imagine it'd be easy to get into Nordstrom's and Bloomingdale's these places or did it well there's did it come fairly there's easy? been different you know there's always challenges so people always look what's the biggest challenge and I think it's like the whole idea is like whatever comes there's always a way to get through it and figure it out and and a pivot point so there's every day you're gonna be challenged and that's kind of how you grow yeah but then there's different things where you're like oh wow that's amazing like when we got our first door all in New York 57 Bloomingdale's for you know that time an order as big as we were doing you know for the whole year yeah or yeah. we were on the Today Show with Feeding America and we had five minutes twice segments with Savannah Guthrie when we did a co-brand hmm. you know this we're about to fit you know this month we just did our 10 10 millionth meal hmm. with Feeding America really so you fed 10,000 10 million 10 million people people yeah through spiritual gangsters so every time you know it's getting better and better it's amazing yeah so every time anyone buys a piece of our clothes we make a donation for Feeding America and last year Savannah Guthrie who uh, is a big fan of spiritual gangster and a fan of Feeding America mm -hmm. so we did a show we did with the Today Show a shirt that she designed with Vanessa and that shirt alone raised I think uh, two million two million meals for charity and then Tony Robbins matched it Oh, really? So it was like a, an amazing, amazing, you know, but a lot of it is like finding ways for us to support what we believe in, you know, and using like the laws of karma and, and ways to be good examples. And I think, you know, things don't happen by accident. Yeah. So we're really planting seeds and growing what we love. And, you know, but that, that's been a big part of it. Yeah. It's beautiful because you really live it. And I know that from knowing you. Um, and it, it's, it's. It's exciting to kind of hear how your story unfolds because right now you're making it sound like it's so casual and it was super easy, but I know that it wasn't to, well, to, to sell that many yoga gyms I, to a, a lifetime fitness and then do this brand. It's all the place like, you're like, oh yeah, yeah, but I, that's like well, a big I, deal. I, and I love how you are and how you approach it. Like, oh, you just do the right thing and, and good things happen to you and you, you really live that. Well, and I think too, you know, what I tell people, there's a lot of work involved to make it look this easy. <laughs> 
You know, it takes so, a lot of work to be the, lot, yeah. the spiritual gangster. Yeah, it takes a lot of work to make it look so easy. So, you know, we do do a lot of work, and there's a ton of members of our gang and people who are helping us, and you know, do amazing things to make us look. But you know, we have high expectations. We're always looking to raise the bar and you know, be excellent and, you know, really help people and help people become excellent. And the same thing you're doing with kids. And that's why, to me, I'm such a fan of you and your work and using basketball to inspire and turning people on and, you know, really helping them, you know, see a vision for their life that maybe wasn't possible before you interact with them. Yeah. No, that's um, that's so cool. And I was uh, I was talking to Todd the other day when I was over at his place near you, apparently. Mm -hmm. And uh, he, he was telling me a little bit about kind of how what he likes is you're really big on like you kind of just manifest it like he said he told me the story and i didn't totally pick up but it was like you're on a plane and uh you've got a book or something do you know what i'm talking about and it, it sounded like an amazing story but I, there was a lot going on so, so i didn't catch all of it so i want to hear what like, really happened you know one of my lines is of course so okay. a lot of people are like oh you're never going to believe this you're never going to believe this and i'm like of course since so things happen yeah. drop in your lap and you know i'll give yeah. you two stories which are great examples one okay. is my story with jedi and lebron james so we love we love lebron and you know, a couple of years ago, a friend of mine has the courtside seats, like the Jack Nicholson seats of Phoenix, uh, of, uh, for LA, he has them in Cleveland. So we get there and they're playing the Spurs and we go to check in our hotel and all the Spurs are there right when we get to check in. So he's high-fiving all the guys and we get to the game like an hour early and we're sitting on the floor and all the guys are coming by and saying hi, but not, LeBron just kind of is over there doing this whole thing. The game starts and he looks at me and my son, and at this point he's probably five or six, he goes, Dad, I want to high-five LeBron. And I'm Mr. Positive. I'm thinking, oh my God, like, how is this going to happen? Yes. <laughs> you know, and I, but instead of saying, oh, it's a pretty hard to do, yeah. I say, tell our friend Joey. So cut to halftime. Jedi's got his LeBron jersey on. He's all excited. He walks out to the court, and the ref is you. So the ref has got the ball, and, okay. the, and they get ready to inbound the ball and hand it to LeBron. So as LeBron goes to get the ball, instead of taking the ball from the ref, he turns to my son, he rubs his head, and high fives him. And I'm like, oh my, this is amazing. Made his life. This is yeah. amazing. I sit yeah. back down everyone around me. Did you get that picture? I'm like, I no, know. I blew it. Dad moment. So oh, I was like, wow. Mom's going to be so mad. This is amazing. So we have to be in New York three days later on business. And uh, I was going to Mari Stoudemire, who's also an mm -hmm. investor in spiritual right. gangster right. and a very good friend of ours now. And he said, I'll oh, come to the game. You know, I'll get you tickets. So I take Jedi and two of my friends, and we sit there, and, and I look across the thing, and they're not even playing the Cavs, and LeBron's at the game. It happens, Brooklyn's in town, playing in Brooklyn, Cavs are playing in Brooklyn tomorrow night. So I tell my buddy who I'm with the game with, and he's actually an owner of an NBA team. He's like, oh my God, that's an amazing story. So we go to our <laughs> hotel that the, that the next day, and we're sitting in the lobby, and we go for pizza, and in the pizza shop, I run into Raja Bell, who worked with the Suns, mm -hmm. but actually, for a while, he's now working with the Cavs. He's like, oh my God, I tell him the story about LeBron. He's like, we're staying in your hotel. Come back. You want to come to the game with us tonight? I'm like, we're tired. We went last yeah, night. Yeah, yeah, But so we're in the, in the hotel lobby. Go back to the hotel lobby. I, go, I hear, hey, little man. LeBron again high fives my kid. In and this point, LeBron's becoming a stalker. In a different <laughs> city. Like, you can't make that stuff up. So it's one of the things, like, you know, I'm like, of course. And then yeah. since then, we've gotten to go on the Cavs playing with LeBron. Jedi got to give him a bunch of spiritual gangster gear on his birthday. Oh, my god! But gosh. he literally is manifest. So I, yeah. that was a huge thing of learning even the power of positive thinking and clarity of vision. And Yeah. Um, so a, a story I tell Todd Delano, which yes, is yes, similar. Yes. So Deepak Chopra's always been uh, someone I've wanted to know. Yep, Deepak, yeah. uh, so he's a great author, you know. So Deepak turned out like he liked Spiritual Gangster. And his son Gotham, his friends with Kobe, did the whole documentary on Showtime. Yes, yes And yes. friends with our friend Jonathan Drubner as okay, well. Yep, so yep, that's yep. how I met Deepak's son Gotham. Drubner okay. comes full circle. As so Drubner's friends with Gotham? Yeah. 
Okay, so I Deepak think, okay, okay, I think I might have, okay. It's ringing bells now. So I get a friend of mine, Robin Sharma, who's an author, I speak at his events, like five million books he writes on all this different stuff of like motivation, self-help. He sends me a text, he's like, you have to listen to Deepak Chopra's Seven Spiritual Laws of Success. I'm like, oh, Robin, I love it, I read the book. He goes, no, get it on audio, you gotta listen to it. So I download it on audio and I get on an airplane. Flying, our offices are in Orange County. I land and I, the whole time on the airplane I'm listening to Deepak talk, eight, eight of the, I make it through seven or eight chapters. Hmm. I'm at the Starbucks waiting for Vanessa to go to Starbucks, look at my phone, it says, hey Ian, it's Gotham, Deepak's son. I just want to let you know Deepak has his no, new Facebook channel and he wants to know if he can wear your, your, shirt, your clothes on his channel. Nope, I, can't do I, it. I say no, Gotham, no. of course, listen to this. I said, I just downloaded Deepak's Eight Screenshot. Yeah. yeah. I've been listening to the whole plane ride. I've, it's the only audio book I have on my computer right now. And of course, this is amazing. And since then, like Deepak, all he wears is a spiritual gangster and posts them all the time. <laughs> I'm at the follow up now. I'm looking, yeah, I'm looking for it. Is he tagging you guys? We've got to get him to start time. tagging. Oh, he tags it? Yeah, he's amazing. Oh my gosh. You know, some of his followers call, call themselves spiritual gangsters. That's what they're saying. Yeah. <laughs> the movement has maybe but so, starting to peak. But there's examples of like that all the time. And I think, you know, when you're sort of on course, it's of course. Most people are like, think of that as being an accident or you know but like coincidence means perfect alignment it comes mm -hmm. from the Latin it doesn't mean oh that wasn't supposed to happen or I can't believe it happened so yeah. just getting the idea of like oh of course yeah 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 of course why wouldn't yeah, yeah. why wouldn't he text me right now yeah. why wouldn't that happen so that's what I find happens even saying that you know someone you think about me you see someone in a spiritual gangster or like but I'm a big believer and that's how the universe works and mm -hmm. that's once you rely on that and understand that you know, things like that happen all the time in my life. Here's a really horrible example of that, but what happens to me all the time, uh, say I'm thinking about Ian, all of a sudden I get a text from you. Yeah. You, do you ever, does that ever happen to you? But that's a great example. I that. get, that, that happens, happens to me at so, least a couple so times a week where I'm like, be aware of it and that'll happen wrong. even more. So yeah. like, people I haven't thought about in forever, I'll think about them and then I'll come to and they're like, oh my God, I was just sitting to write you a note. Or like I'm sitting down to write an email and then one comes through from someone. Yeah. Yeah, so that's it's, like instead of horrible, if it's perfect, it's so it's so amazing to how just powerful, and that's something that we've been talking about to the kids this trip. We've been out in three or four schools, excuse me, and um, and just the power of your own self thought, and um, and different people I've been talking to lately, have, they wrote themselves a story. Maybe they mm -hmm. were um, obese when they were young, and now they're fifty and ripped, but they still have this like story that they've told themselves their whole life that this is who I am and I can't change and it's like if, if you can't have the positive thoughts and the right thinking then I mean you're going to be really affected by other people because you don't even believe you know in your greatness and, and I, the well, good person I, I you are. Rule number one, get on your own team. Okay. Get on, yeah, your yeah, get on your home team. Who you will know, be? it's like, and we know all those people. It's like, talk positive about yourself. Be a fan of yourself. Yeah. You know, it's like, how do you expect anyone else to be on your team when you're not on your own team? Yeah. So, and that's a big thing for people to realize on what it takes to be on your own team and and how you talk about yourself. It's like, I feel like, you know, a lot of times there's certain we all do it in good areas and other areas we don't. Like sometimes I'll play golf and I, like I play golf with my mom and I would like swear and she's like do you talk to other people the way you talk to yourself on the golf course I was like that's amazing yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. so I always realized yeah. like my own self chat why am I so mean to myself yeah exactly yeah. And, yeah. and and just but the whole you know being aware of sort of your own self talk and how you think about yourself and well now it's with the kids and everyone else but you know it all starts with how you think and then it starts with how you talk so it's like the being impeccable with your work yeah you know really but I think that especially with kids today they don't understand how powerful you know where where your attention goes or energy you know energy follows so yeah what we're thinking about what we're talking about what we're paying attention to and how how that manifests into your into your life yeah
What is, what is the quote? And I might have it wrong. Tell me. Is isn't it's where how you, where your thoughts go, your energy flows. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. and yeah, so I mean, amazing. I'm a big you know like whether it's Napoleon Hill, Think and Grow Rich, or like mm -hmm. Power of Positive Thinking, or all these books are very. You do a lot of reading all uh -huh. the time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, you get your list. And yeah, start I'll, I'll them, share man. with you, and I'll also yeah. share with your Audible account. Okay. So, but I mean, I you know to me, you know, one of my favorite things to do is give books to people and yeah, share what I share what I love and yeah, I want to so. do that uh, seven spiritual laws of success. Before you leave, we'll get my yeah, bookshelf here. I'm, right I'm there, taking it. I'm taking and I'm going to give you a little care package. <laughs> I love and it. And then you yeah. pay it forward. And yeah, you know, a lot of it's just you know finding ways to, you know, none of this is new information. It's just yeah. kind of remembering it and mm -hmm. and figuring out a way where you can get it in a way that makes sense and then put it into practice and like be habitualizing it. Yeah. It's like basketball. You can read all the books on basketball, but if you didn't practice all those drills, you wouldn't be this amazing player. So yeah. it's, you know, it takes the ten thousand hours as well as the right beliefs. Hundred percent. So I wanted to talk to you a little bit about um, meditating. I feel like that's something you practice pretty daily, heavily. Yeah, daily. Okay. Massive. I think did you get driven into it? I'm assuming it was you. I, you know, he told I, me I was I doing it. Like, I feel like I try to get everyone I know into okay. meditation. So yeah. I'm happy. How, yeah. How do I do it? What changes like has it had for you? Like so, when I do yoga, that's the closest thing, and it's incredible. Breathing's great. We'll do the ice plunge. We can even do a little breathing. I know after. you keep trying to get me into this so ice. Great, I'm you're gonna see it out. This is gonna okay. be amazing. Okay. But that's a great. Any, meditation okay. will get you in your body. It's just really the idea is getting you in. You know, there's great apps. You know, you can get on. Online, we can show you. You know, I'm a fan. What I practice in the morning is uh, TM meditation, where you can okay. get everywhere. It's mantra based. Uh, I've got great teachers, people I can hook you up to, especially in California. Mm -hmm. So to me, it's always get a good teacher and learn a great technique, and then go practice on your own. Because hmm. um, it's like anything, technique goes a long way. Yeah. Yeah. So, and there's so many different times. I'd say try them. If it's not working, try another one. You know. Yeah. So like, but just do it. Um, yeah. And. I, don't, I mean, before I leave my bed in the morning, I meditate for 20 minutes, and it's like the one thing that's a real Desistant. staple. In my, yeah, mm -hmm. no matter where I am in the world. My buddy started doing that, um, and I'm probably saying it wrong. Trans is it trans TM? So that's what I do. That's what translucent, so, translucent, transcendental. Yes, and it's and it sounds Maharishi. incredible. It's great. You go for four days, and you know. They have a whole initiation thing. Yes, and you get your own mantra. They give you a mantra. So yes, Deepak, yes. actually, I looked at a mantra from Deepak like 15 years ago when I did a thing in the center, maybe 20 years ago. And it was very similar to my TM meditation because it's based on the sound of the universe, primordial sound at the time you're born. Hmm. But I recommend TM, you know. Yeah, yeah. Many, many celebrities do it. A lot of awesome people yeah, do that's, it. Yeah, that's what I've heard. And I think it's a great way to start. And it's very user-friendly. I tried many different forms of meditation. And I would do it on and off. I do habitually, regularly TM meditation. Hmm. How, how he explained it to me, it was like, you know, your mind and your brain, it, it's just like you're, you're sharpening your saw. And just you work out the rest of your body, you eat certain foods, you know, you get your sleep, but what are you doing for your mind? And I was like, for some reason that really hit me and it made a lot of sense. I was like, I need to like really well, get a routine. I mean, the whole thing idea is your day is not coming like this. Your day is coming from you. So everything and all these experiences, whether it's the person who texts you, whether it's the Tupac showing up, whether it's yeah, LeBron, yeah. LeBron. Kid, it's still coming from me. And if you realize that in your meditation, what you're doing is you're basically cleaning up your energy. So, I mean, everyone says what you put out there is what you get back. You know, yeah. if you give, you know, I'm a big give what you love. You know, if you give away what you love, you're going to always have more than enough of it. Yeah. So meditation is a great way for you to realize your energy affects your reality. Hmm. And if you're frantic and spazzing and and have no idea, that's what it seems like to you. But if you can send out the right energy and be aware of how much what you're 
sending out there actually is what comes back to you. Yeah, of yeah, course. It's very intentional. So it's just it's just a different way of thinking at the world. I think most people live and everything's coming at me. Yeah. Where you start the to other live, approach is yeah, you, you're pushing it. So it's my yeah. movie. I'm yeah, living yeah, yeah, my yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I can't adjust the screen, but I can go back to the projector. Yeah, you know? yeah. Yeah, I love that. That's so good. So, if as if you don't have enough things going on outside of this, are you still doing the um, like the brain trauma? Um, so yeah, yeah. I want to share so with we people have, a little bit about that. So we have a company called so Mindwell cool. Med. You know, and at first it was to help people with concussions. Yes, My partner yes. had been in the NFL for 15 years and cured a lot of his own concussions. But now we do everything from ADHD to basically any sort of Alzheimer's, any sort of brain-related. Brain yeah, so we've been able to scan the brain and now through like physical exercises and you know uh, neurological rebooting, yeah. you know, we're able to do so much stuff to clear trauma, to clear injury, to make people sharper, to help memory. Uh, it's fascinating. I was thinking about you the other day because that um, study came out uh, and I forget all the, the the facts, the scientific facts, but it basically anyone who's played football, even on like a high school level, has that. Yeah. Um, is it CTE? Yeah. CTE, and it's like 99% of people. 99% yeah. of people, and so what you guys have started to do is help people with that. So if you've been in a car accident or you're bumping heads on yeah. a football, and helmet, almost everyone has some sort of brain trauma. Yeah. yeah. You know, we're. Big, I remember getting hit in a, with a rock. As look at my brother went to throw this big rock and came back and knocked me down. And I, it, I, I could definitely use it. And it affects different people different. And you know, a lot of people then they just cope. So it's like a workaround. You know, yeah. it's like you know, the idea is like if you think of the traffic patterns on the news and the mostly you want to run on the highways but when the highway is jammed you got to run all the way around here and it's a sink so a lot of people develop really elaborate workarounds because yeah. part of their you know brain isn't functioning properly uh, but it's been amazing to see how quickly it, ha it works for people and the effects from people who are in their 70s to p kids who now you know are in their teens yeah yeah isn't it funny the human body is so incredible I feel like the more we learn the more it's just like like, how is this even possible? Something's misfiring, but we can totally rewire and figure out a way mm -hmm. around it. So you're operating here, but if they come to your place, and and it's a lot with lighting, right? Yeah, and so it's, it's, it's a mix of uh, applied <laughs> kinesiology and a neurofeedback technique. Yeah. And a lot of people are doing pieces of it, but we found a way to put it together to make it really, you know, so much more functional and just another way to help people. Yeah. And it's pretty, really cool. Well, that's what I love about you, man. Um, you know, you have all these amazing things going on in your own life and a great family and you're traveling and going to these games all the time. Like, oh, he's at another game. I got to step my game up. But you're always helping people and, um, you know, it, and you make everything like, oh, it's not a big deal. That's just that's just who you are. And I, I wanted to thank you because when I did, and people, not a lot of people know this, but when I did my very first tour, I took this guy right here, team up with me, and we went up to Alaska and we went to about 25 schools. And uh, he gave us a bunch of shirts and hats and beanies, and that opened up the door for me to get in these schools, get footage, start that <coughs> whole career. Bless you. Thank you. And, um, and and you gave us, you gave us, you wrote us a check for money, and that was when no one I had done a lot of speaking, and no one believed in me yet, and it really opened up the door for us to to start this whole thing that's turned into so much more than what it is now. So, so awesome for you. I wanted to thank you, man. I mean, no, I really wanted to thank you because it means it, it means a lot. No, you whether you know it or not, that really was something <coughs> that um, made this all possible, man. And uh, we wouldn't be here today shooting the show and doing the podcasts. And, and um, I mean, it's been amazing. This trip alone, like talk about just 
karma or serendipity and all these things. Yeah, I'm so thirsty for yeah. playing, playing ball. Um, we've, we've, we met kids that we didn't plan on meeting while we were out here, and we're going to be able to partner them with Phoenix Suns players and put them in with Todd to be in the AAU programs. Kids who are in these situations where they don't have any money, but they love basketball and their moms are coming crying to us. Like, it has been an absolutely incredible last four days. Um, and you're the thing that helped well, jumpstart I mean, all well, of it. We so want to keep helping. Thank you. I, and thank I, you. I mean, it means a lot. Thank you for sharing that. You know, a lot of, I believe in what you're doing. And I think, you know, I think you're a great guy. And you're you're really putting yourself out there. And so however we can support it more and just continue to get the word out. And, you know. Well, I appreciate you, man. And Let's I'm terrified to get in this now ice I go chill out. I've been trying to keep this going. We're, I'm like, we're officially going to chill yeah. out. Yeah.